0: Alright Faces. Mickey Noonan here. Welcome to the Standard Issue Gigcast. In this episode, me and Sarah had a corking time with Izzy Sutty, Bridget Christie and Roisin Connerty. I know! We talked about foreign bodies in places they shouldn't be, the joy of shame, fast dog ejaculation, watching telly on all fours, and there was a strange photo request from Roisin. This episode was recorded in front of a live audience at Leicester Square Theatre in London. We've got a whole bunch of gigs coming up with some brilliant women, including one this Sunday with Rachel Paris, Shazia Mirza, Lucy Mangan and Connie Hook. That is, of course, this Sunday if you're listening to this before April the 29th. Otherwise, you missed it, soz. But there are other names happening on a stage in front of your eyes very soon, and they include Vicky McClure, Gemma Whelan, Sherry Lee Houston and Nigella Lawson. I know again! Ticket information for all our gigs is available from the Standard Issue section of Sarah's website, which you will find at sarahmillican.co.uk forward slash standard hyphen issue. A little bit of admin. Please do remember to rate, review and subscribe to all of our podcasts on iTunes. And if you enjoy what we do, it does really help us out if you can spread the joy by tweeting, Facebooking, actual face-to-face conversations. I don't know if anyone can remember those. Remember those? Remember things? If you're interested in advertising with us, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at admin at magazine.com, and you can follow us at Standard Issue UK on Twitter or find us on Facebook and Instagram. Everything you hear is just our opinions, so don't get your pants in the dance. Right then, admin done. Enjoy the show. It was a doozy. Welcome to the Standard Issue
1: podcast! <laughs>
0: That was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. Would you like to start, Mickey Noonan? I will. Uh, We introduce ourselves by saying our name, kind of what we do, and a random fact about yourself, not about, well, about what you want. Mm. So (laughs) I'm Mickey Noonan. I am one quarter of the Standard Issue podcast team, and I've been a journalist for about 20 years, and I did once send all of my contacts an email that read, hello there, all the best, Mickey. (laughs) to
2: fill it in (laughs) did many people reply I think they were very concerned (laughs) (laughs) Izzy my name's Izzy Sooty I am uh, a comedian an actress and a writer Uh, and I used to be able to put out 13 matches in my mouth (laughs) used to what happened I sort of lost (laughs) lost confidence. Oh. <laughs> um, it's to do with depriving them of oxygen at the matches. Oh, so not just loads of saliva?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't just lick them. How <laughs> 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 did you find out you could do that? Oh, I just grew up in a small town and... <laughs> just <laughs> there sitting in the park one day and I did it with one. I built up to it slowly. I wasn't mad. Um, and then, yeah, I just... I'd hold them all in my fist and swipe them along the matchbox and then, yeah, I'd go... Oh.
0: And then they'd
3: have gone out, yeah. I didn't think I could love you anymore. more. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Thank you. I can't even leapfrog. <laughs> I've just got a mental block, even if it's that high. I go, I can do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's old. Wow. Thank when you. did you stop? You thought about it too much. You overthought it. I did, I, yes. You shouldn't think about it. No. It's like sex, in, in a way, isn't it? Like, when you're doing it, you shouldn't think, ooh, his willies going in and out. You know, you should just do it. And also, sex isn't generally about
0: starving them of oxygen. <laughs> Although, if 13 of them come at you on fire...
1: <laughs> i just lick them all. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, it is. Could you do anything else like that? Oh, I don't know. I'll have
2: to have a think. I must be able to.
3: You must be. Yeah. I don't think that's an isolated <laughs> trip. I don't. There must be other things.
2: Can you, like, <laughs> swallow a goldfish
0: and then bring it up alive into a bowl?
2: Oh, my God, I'd love to try. Has anyone got one? <laughs> <laughs> I'd genuinely try that now if anyone had one. <laughs> I'll have a think. There's some, some equivalent thing. People can, uh,
3: you know, put things in their noses and things, can't they? And yeah, and they make of... come out of their mouth. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had a, um, a vocal cord nodules and um, the, the, I went to the doctors and um, she, she said, uh, now, before I do this, just to let you know, I, I got a colleague to do it on me just So that I knew what it was like, and could they have they can't go through your th- um throat to look at them because it, the the um uh, the the uh ca- camera causes a gag reflex, so they have to go through your nostrils. And I thought, oh, it'll be a tiny little fiber optic thing, it was a it was thicker than this oh my microphone. God. Kit. And so she went through, and I was sort of going like this, and she went, can you try not to move your head away from me? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> And then she had a look at those, and then she went, right, now the other one. I was like, what, you have to go through the other nostrils? She's like, yeah, I mean, i have to look at them all. I said, well, can't you look at them all through one? And then she said, um, you know, you've got... Uh, the doctor's is about 15 minutes' walk from my house, and she said, so basically you've got to stop sort of shouting. I thought, can she hear me from here? But um, <laughs> uh, Yeah, couldn't really... Wasn't really allowed to speak for a while which obviously delighted my husband <laughs> and all the rapists. Um, LAUGHTER But, but, um, but I, couldn't, I don't think I could do anything like that with my... I'm not very... I've got something called vasovagal, which is you have a, a reaction to things going inside your body. <laughs> no, like superficial things, so, like, not... not LAUGHTER n- <laughs> <laughs> they like, not a body part. Like, I do that, like, I'm all right with arms. I don't know what, why I was doing that. Um, <laughs> like, you know, I'm getting all hot and sweaty. I pass out, basically, if a foreign object is inserted into me. I don't mean that a foreign... Per- oh, God. <laughs> not like a... But a, a, something a, a British metal. object is fine. <laughs> something metal or plastic or something. Rubber. Yeah, anything like that. Mm-hmm.
2: But you can is eat. Is that your
1: fact about yourself?
2: Uh, <laughs> that's a good. You can eat, can't you? Can eat food.
1: Because <laughs> that's
4: cause
2: it's
3: that's, the mouth, an orifice.
2: Do you put the fork yeah, in your mouth? Yeah, it is,
3: isn't it? I
2: think it just must be because it's going to come out. It knows it's going to come out. Maybe yes. it's when it doesn't know it's going to come out. Oh. <laughs> because those, it's
3: it's unnatural, though, isn't it, for things to to go in. Down there, you mean? And ears or nostrils. <laughs> yeah, it
4: is. <laughs> just imagine you holding a fork and dropping food. <laughs> <into your laughs> mouth, shaking it off. <laughs> Not like that, <laughs>
3: that. that. was a My. good mime. It's gotten very grubby all very yeah. quickly, yeah. hasn't yeah. it?
1: Um, do you want to... Is that your fact about yourself, Bridget Christie? I might as well say your name, since you didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm Bridget Christie and I'm a comedian. And I've got a condition. (laughs) 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 Roisin.
4: My name's Roisin Conaty. I'm a comedian and uh, actress and a writer. And mm, I saw Charlton Heston on the tube when I was a child. (laughs)
1: Are you sure it was him? <laughs> yes, I am, Bridget.
4: Um, <laughs> and he did that to me. Because <laughs> I recognised him. And for years, no one believed me. And it was so annoying because I was saying Moses was on the train. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> And it, like, it was one of those things when I was older that I had to sit everyone down and go, I need you all to believe that Charlton Heston was on the train. Like I've, I've watched it again. It was definitely, and I was a tiny child and we were on our way to London Zoo and I saw him and I was like, oh my God, like, you know, because my, my dad was a big Charlton Heston fan. I was like six uh, and I like hitting the teacher and then he went to me, shh, like that. Oh, it was a school trip. Yeah, school trip. Yeah. So it was a uh, big, big fact.
1: That's a big fact. I, th- I thought you said big fat and then looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> big fact, got it. <laughs> so they to say this is start. Big fat. is your nickname. <laughs>
4: Where's big fact?
1: <laughs> Hi. And then she's
4: going to give some big old facts.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I am Sarah Milliken, and I am uh, also a comedian. And I like that you said you were a quarter of. Does that mean I'm a quarter of the team? Yeah, mate. Yay! I'm a quarter <laughs> of the issue team. Uh, I. Oh, fact. I, oh, so last night on Netflix, we watched a fire burn. Um, <laughs> it's one of the things. I didn't Did you know. need Izzy to come out? Oh. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Izzy came around and put it out. <laughs> uh, no, we, uh, I was looking for Crazy Ex Girlfriend, and it came up with Crackling Fire. And I thought, oh. watch that for a bit. And then we decided to walk the dog. And because I, um, sort of mad, I paused the fire (laughs) (laughs) to walk the dog because I was nervous about safety. (laughs) I think my fact is that I'm mad. (laughs) I think that's what that is.
0: You are all very, very funny women. So I'm going to start with a time on a classic of what never fails to make you laugh.
2: And I'm going to start with Issy. Um... I think my, <coughs> the thing that never fails to make me laugh isn't a thing that I do very well, weirdly. I don't think you necessarily like the kind of comedy that you make. But I, my favourite thing is, like, people falling over and stuff. <laughs> like, people running for the bus and missing it and, and stuff like that, <laughs> which I suppose I can do. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> what I mean is I don't really do... I guess that... Is that slapstick? Is that what, is that what that's called? So no, it's series? unlucky... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you like? I, I find it. I, yeah, I find it quite funny when, when people in quite a childish way, and not a not a permanently damaging way, um, <laughs> lose out on something. Like they miss a bus or they fall over. Like I find the in between is very funny because it's sort of they're just mm. like kind of they love each other but they're a bit kind of nasty to each other on the surface. Um, so yeah, I think that's my favourite kind of humour brand
3: <laughs> Bridget yeah. OK, I'm going to tell you two things that I always look at when I'm down or worried or anything like that and they th- the first one I nearly vomited, I was laughing so much so the first one is Nicki Minaj's anaconda um, LAUGHTER fart remix where <laughs> some genius has dubbed the entire thing it, it is one of the funniest things I've it's the whole
0: video du- so there's
3: all- <laughs> or, and, and,
0: and for the and listeners Bridget was twerking <laughs> over and over and over
3: and the other thing is Mike Parry from talk sport doing the cinnamon challenge. Now, the cinnamon <laughs> challenge is very dangerous. Like If you inhale it into your lungs, it can kill you or something. So it's quite a... Da- it's, it's like a phenomenon, but it's not a modern... Th- it's modern now, because we've got the internet, but apparently pirates used to do it when they went off to get spices and stuff. And, um... <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> oh, have you got any rum? Yeah, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway...
1: It's quite so a waste if they're going to get spices and then just waste quite a lot of it by being dicks. Yeah,
3: <laughs> you don't need much so. But Mike oh, okay. Parry's is the funniest one. There's loads of them on the internet because he's quite arrogant about it. And he's like, I've been looking at all these young men on the internet choking on cinnamon, going... And and I've come up against a lot in my life and uh, I'm not going to be beaten by some cinnamon because whenever I get... (laughs) Whenever I get a problem in my life, I just headbutt it away. And he's in this really tight T-shirt and he's really alpha male and he's really vain and arrogant about it. And then he ends up in a really bad way. (laughs) He, he says, and I'm going to take a teaspoon. He has, like, a teaspoon of it, right? And so he does it, like, for about five minutes. He's, he, he's like, Ugh! he's gagging and vomiting and retching and he can't breathe and he's going, water, water! <laughs> and then he says, Ugh! God, because it turns... I've done it. And it, um, it, it turns to, like, cement in your mouth. It feels like your whole mouth has turned into cement and it blocks your airwaves as well. So you sort of panic and you can't breathe and it creates, like, an explo, explo, explosive reaction in your mouth so it all sort of comes out at once and then you're in a, quite a bad way and it affects your eyes stream and everything. And then at the end of all that, where he's nearly died, he goes, oh, not a very good idea for someone who's just had a stroke. <laughs> They would give so many people so much. I mean, look at you know it has got a lot of hits.
1: (laughs) Is it mostly you
3: though? (laughs) No, but what I love about it is (laughs) like humans are funny, aren't they? Hmm? Like, you know, he wasn't meaning to be funny, but (laughs) 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 we do these mad things, and it really makes me feel. It makes me feel good about us again. You Know we have hmm. to keep reminding ourselves of that, but it's these silly, it's, well, it's basically farting and <laughs> <laughs> Choking. In, in, inhaling cinnamon.
4: Yeah, <laughs> mine's the same, I think. Um, not the cinnamon, but I think the two like shame anyone experiencing, <laughs> <laughs> anyone experiencing shame and trying to hide it is my like not radi- not too on the cringe, but just enough if they're, especially if they're prideful. So, someone like someone who, that's my favorite type of humor, anyone who's sort of. Uh, being revealed or, like, like, or doubling down on it. Like, so, like, him... So, like, it's very similar. John Robbins is a comic. Uh, and uh, when you sort of go all in on something where you're going to lose anyway for pride. So I was at a house party uh, a few years ago and... Um, at uh, the New Year's Eve party and there was another you know, really hot chillies and John Roberts did the thing where he obviously wanted me to taste it but he was so giddy about his plot that he gave it away straight away He was like, oh, do you want to taste this chilli? Uh, and I was like, no, obviously not. And he was like, no, it's, it's absolutely fine, it's a normal chilli. <laughs> I was like, you ran at me with it, mate. I was like, I'm not biting the chilli. And he was like, why aren't you biting? And he was like, what? You could see he'd been giddy up for it. Like, and he was like, why aren't you bite the chilli? I was like, I'm not biting the chilli because it's going to make me. Ill. And I went, you bite the chilli. He went, All right. <laughs> yeah. I buy the chilli. I went buy the chilli. Went. Oh, I buy the chilli. I went buy the chilli. <laughs> and He bit the chilli and got sick and had to go to bed before twelve o'clock. <laughs> but that was always going to happen. Yeah. And uh, that's my favourite type is when you go all in or any humour like that, like in Seinfeld, where someone you're in it and you go, you've lost anyway. But th- that yeah. is sort of still clinging on, still. That's my favourite watching someone. in any sort of stand-up or or sort of losing. You know, Hyacinth Bouquet, I think, is... Oh, I love it. It's my, you know, I just... That, I can watch it again and again. Oh, I love it. it, She's amazing. She is. Every time she falls in that bloody fence... (laughs) You know how, like, intellectually, I'm like, this shouldn't work. It's a woman, every episode, falling on (laughs) the fence. (laughs) She's brilliant. She catches me every time. I'm like, she's falling (laughs) on that fucking fence again. (laughs) I I, I love that sort of... That's my favourite. That's what gets me laughing.
1: I think mine are kind of classics. Farts, same as Bridget. <laughs> but um, although, as he said, things, things that you make, you don't necessarily find funny. I, I don't think farts come into that because things <laughs> I make in the fart department are <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> Because I have really bad IBS and I don't avoid the foods that I'm supposed to. Mm. Uh, but every time... Because my husband will say crikey at my thoughts. <laughs> and he's, he's, you know, he's not from Danger Mouse, so he doesn't... <laughs> it's not a word he says any other time. Uh, and I'll just say, I've got a syndrome. <laughs> and then he has to leave me alone. Um, and also, I've realised only today that I will regularly, if I've got headphones on and music and I'm walking down the street, I just fart freely, assuming that because I can't hear them, other people can't hear yeah. them either. So I'm so sorry if you've been behind me today. I'm not sorry. Um, and, um, and oh, And my little dog makes me laugh. Like, he did a shit the other day with an erection. That's impressive. <laughs> It's impressive. I went to pick it up and it was just there and I was yeah, so he makes me laugh quite a lot. <laughs> and whenever I go to stroke him, I take him on tour a lot and he's backstage at the venue in, in like a little basket in his little bed. And whenever I go to stroke him he automatically opens his back legs to show me his cock. <laughs> I just like the confidence of it. Always makes me laugh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I had my, um, my old boy, my old cat, Ross. Was, I had him for 15 years and he was amazing. And I had him from when he was a tiny kitten. And he was about 13 or 14 and he was sat on my lap and I was stroking him and all of a sudden his, like, his, his little lipstick came out and he was having a lovely time and I had to rethink our entire relationship. I <laughs> thought it had been a mother-son thing and apparently he'd just been getting off on it. <laughs> weird. You had a
1: boyfriend? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I didn't mean like
0: that. Oh, sorry.
4: When I was filming um, in the summer last year, I, I, this is one of the worst things that have happened to me. It was so quick this time. So we were in a cafe in uh, East London somewhere, and I came out and there's this gorgeous little doggy. I stroked the dog, like, hello mate. And then he was trying to started immediately like banging my arm. I was like, whoa, like you know, but I was like, so I was like, in huh. the time it took me to go like, ha, randy little sod, that's what I said, he came on my arm. <laughs> You are chosen. That quick, you that quick. I was like, and I was in costume, and I was like, um, oh they're like, what's on your arm? I was like, it's not great, mate. Um, oh, my God. It was so quick. He literally, like, did three
1: thrusts and came all over my arm. Do you think arm. in the past was... he's been chewed away too early and he's got go and, like, finish himself off, and yeah. he's trained himself to just be able to come really quickly? Yeah. She's
4: going to go, she's going to go. <laughs> Director coming. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Really, yeah, it, was I, I, it took me like. I was like, no, no, <laughs> it, no.
3: That
4: was and the only. Di- no, it's known as like. It was. So, it was so quick. It was like sh- two strokes, and they're like, oh, oh, god, <laughs> Randy little sword, isn't it? What is? And then it was stopped, and then I was like. It was just all over me. What did he do what? afterwards? I just had to go into costume and get like, them to like, wipe well, it all but down. What do you think he Which costume do? were you in? I, the, the, the dog? Oh, well, he had
1: a fart. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which costume were you wearing?
4: I was in, the, I was in a, uh, a coat, like a, a maroon coat. Oh. Um, did you keep
1: the coat just in case it has that effect on other people?
4: <laughs> There's two coats, actually, so I had to go into the other coat. Um, Spare, in case she gets
1: jizzed on, yeah.
3: <laughs> and it's gonna
4: happen, you know.
1: <laughs> do you think that
3: you may have Interrupt Do you think it was already there and you interrupted it? Right, you, you can look at it that way, Bridget. Right.
4: You can be like, you no, like what you it,
3: saw. It was, <laughs> it was so quick. <laughs>
4: It was, I think it was just, I think he was definitely like. Already he was, prepared. It, yeah. it, the way it worked out, it was like he'd been pulled off a of lady dog yeah.
1: and then an arm came. on your arm, yeah. yeah. Like, it was, yeah.
4: It, just, like, it was so quick. Does that
1: you that your arm might look like a lady dog?
4: <laughs> I mean, it's pretty hairy arms, so yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe. Is it a maroon, a dog in a maroon coat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but that, I also felt
4: like, oh, God, oh, I, I like yeah, see, you know, it's mm. like, you just have to, they're sexual beings, guys. We have to breathe into it. We can't desexualise our animals. Yeah, Not we, we can we ourselves. Can, yeah. but, like, <laughs> but, you know, like, you shouldn't heave and stuff, like my sister did when she saw our cats having
1: sex. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: was like, <laughs> 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 um, I'm going to say that the thing <clears throat> I've been talking... My mum keeps saying ridiculous things, mainly with the word rim involved, which is very unpleasant. Um... But also, Bridget made me think of my favourite YouTube video, which is basically goats screaming during a Whitney Houston song. Oh. <laughs> great video. I love that. It's a great video. There is one other video on YouTube. Sorry, I won't
4: do the YouTube thing. But there's a baby. It's I've never seen a bit like it. It's a baby. It's about one and a half. And his mom, uh, her mum has said to her, she said, that's not an apple, it's an onion. She goes, no, it's an apple. An apple. <laughs> and she just carries it's on. It's so cute. The double down. That's what I mean. She carries on eating she's the onion. She's, it's literally, she's like this. like refusing it's the best I've ever seen do you think it was cruel or not no I think it was I mean she's really struggling but I that that woman is going to be an absolute legend (laughs) (laughs) to have that level of fuck it you're in it now (laughs) (laughs) finish the fucking onion I was like she's a bait imagine not going like this
3: is not nice (laughs) <laughs> She's like, eh, eh. And she can't, eh. she can ha- can't hardly breathe either because all her, her eyes are screaming. She's going,
1: oh, oh. oh God.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. it. it's so funny. It's really cute though. Great though. I had a spot, a big spot on my bum once and my, um, <laughs> my best mate really wanted to see it and I wouldn't let her see it unless she ate an onion and she did it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it was a similar thing. She was like, please just let me see it because I've been going on and on about it. And uh, I was like, no. And, and then I thought, what can I make her do? And within reason. And I'm like, she ate the onion. That's it, it amazing. Great. But that was around the time we, also, we used to do this thing called the piss challenge. Does anyone remember um, the Churnton challenge? There was a cheese called Churnton yeah, in, um, in like, the 90s. And there was, in the advert was the Churnton challenge. And this woman had a blindfold on <clears> and she ate... <throat> A piece of Churton cheese and a piece of normal cheese, and she could tell which one was the Churton cheese. And we used to do the piss challenge, um, <laughs> where we'd get a glass full of like warm water with like honey in it, and then a glass full of piss. And then you had to pick one and drink the whole thing. And I know, I know. And Hannah, who ate the onion, also drank Ollie Ascombe's piss. <laughs> oh! Oh my God! How, how old are we are we? <laughs> They we're in a sick form.
3: <laughs>
2: oh my God! <laughs> was that, that so she just was really into spots. What was not even to do with a spot? That was just she probably fancied one of them and wanted to impress them <laughs> by <laughs> drinking beer. <laughs> but to look but at look oh no the piss wasn't to do with looking at a spot no they were different but she <laughs> yeah. must have really oh the onion to... yeah but I think it was a similar thing that thing where she wanted to <clears> see <throat> it and we were both quite stubborn and we used to be quite competitive she wanted to see it and I with, was withholding the spot from her <laughs> view and she just got more and more fixated on seeing it and I realised I could make her do anything and then I just and made when, her eat the onion when she
1: saw the spot was it worth the onion. I reckon so, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I should ask that. I think it was. It was like, yeah. It was it like was... a boil? Yeah, it was like a boil, yeah. Like a little bum on God, your bum? I love watching those videos on YouTube. Oh, of, I can Of things being squeezed. Oh, that's a pimple popper. <laughs> oh, so gross. Oh, my God. I missed some wedding speeches once <laughs> because... <laughs> With, I was in a hotel room with my friend Lisa watching a video of a boil or something mad on this man's back being basically lanced by a, and it, like the whole village was taking part and, and taking turns squeezing it with both hands. Oh my god. You know when you get two Jacobs cream crackers and put um, Oh it is. And then you squeeze oh, it. it. Is. That was what it was like.
4: I can't even squeeze my own whiteheads. No, so no, I just no. get into the bath and then just wash my face vigorously. And, and sort of hope it's got rid of it. Like I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll have whiteheads. I've done on TV before, and I'm oh, like, okay. I can't. No, I. Someone, I can let other people do it, but I can't go at it or look really? at it. What yeah. is wrong
0: with you? That's one of life's great pleasures. I really <laughs> no. makes me feel. Who <laughs> likes squeezing zits? No. Or
3: other people
0: really like it.
3: I've no. n- I've never like picked like s- cuts or. Oh, I have. Oh God.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Izzy and I'll help you out. I don't know if I could do other people's actually. If I could squeeze other people's. But you not. like watching other people's. Yeah, people. I do, but I start to feel sick. I can only watch a couple in a row. Then <laughs> I have to go <laughs> back to the wedding. I watched
1: a <laughs> <laughs> I watched a documentary once about somebody who had some kind of brain worm. Oh, oh please okay. don't. No, please don't. I will Oh, no, I'm well. going to continue. <laughs> I'm getting it's like not that. metal. You you know you'll be all right with it. It's not metal. Pl- and he described how... Yeah, maybe put your hands over your ears. Uh. He described how it came out of his nose, and it looked around. <laughs> and what? It looked around? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then went... B- b-
2: <laughs> Bridget, you're all right now. It's all right. Do you think it Done. thought it was in a better place than it was? <laughs> <laughs> <We> <laughs> saw was the wallpaper like, yeah. was like, now nah. That
4: story has now changed everything for me. Like, you know, you have moments in your life where you get, you get a new piece of information, you're like, oh, that's changed everything. <laughs> I didn't that's hear it, so don't tell me. Everything, I'm not going to tell you, but, like, every time I have a headache a or whatever way. happened. no, <laughs> like, I'm like, right, there's a new part, you know, like, when you watch Blue Planet and you go, fuck me, there's, like, <laughs> that's what I feel like, but it's in me. There's Blue Planet in me. You're
0: welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me for a response and that's the one you got. <laughs> What is making you angry right now? I'm going to start with Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh. I'm not very angry. I'm quite chilled out at the moment. What <laughs> <laughs> makes me? All right, lying. Uh, lying annoys me. Pointless lying.
0: Okay. What?
3: I don't Are you saying why...
1: lying or lying? Lying, saying untruths. Oh, okay. I thought you meant just like people sleeping late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I no. Uh, the
3: amount of energy it takes, I think, to to be dis- dishonest, I, I can't really, un- it's really getting on my nerves. Yeah. I, I think the, the world would be a better place if we just, I think we need to be more honest.
1: But like brutally honest? Like if somebody, if you said, do I look okay? Do you want somebody to go, hmm? You do? Oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lie! <laughs> Please! That's a good lie, though.
2: Do you mean, I when, mean when asked about a bad thing?
3: I think I'm... Mean, just any pointless lie. Give us an example of a lie that you don't like. Oh, no, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I'll be... Oh, she's always going on about... Bloody lefty... Um,
2: but well, so there we go,
3: another middle-class member of the Metropolitan Liberal Elite. No, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> all the lying cunts. <laughs> <laughs> good enough. Good enough. <laughs> that are ruining the country. No, for their own personal gain. No, well that annoys me. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they can edit that bit out. Um, all the stupid cunts. Gove Johnson, <laughs> Rees-Mogg. They can all fuck off and die anyway. <laughs> No. Point, they're pointless. And, they're, uh, and Trump... Trump. <laughs> tr- tr- Trump told his, butler, his own butler, who works for him, who's not in any position of power, really, or anything, that the, the, the tiles in the nursery of his Florida, Florida resort, Mar-a-Lago, were personally fitted by Walt Disney. <laughs> and. <laughs> And when Trump's butler expressed the unlikelihood <laughs> of this being true, <laughs> Trump just said, who cares, right? And the thing is, this, ma- this man li- lies as easily as... He-, he, uh, th- he-, they- he doesn't value truth or facts or anything, and this is becoming really normalised now. We-,
2: we expect our politician to lie. And we- it's like they follow suit, don't they? If they see one lying, they'll all try... They all sort of... They have to lie. Well, they don't have to, but they all become... Politicians are yeah, always it's like they liked, get this extra Yeah, extra the difference skin is skin or something yeah.
3: that you can't. But there's no shame attached to it now. Politicians shame has, no, shame has no currency no, at all, and that's yeah. what
4: I think. Shame has lost all currency, and it's a thing. It always makes, and it's really hard to be a stand-up if you want to belittle them or to berate, you know, even satire. It makes that a little bit impotent because shame has no currency. It doesn't so you can do what you want. We laughed at Trump; he got elected. Do you get what I mean? Like so, it sort of turns shame's really important, <laughs> a yeah. really important thing. I think we sort of, it's got a bad rap, shame. We fucking need it. Um, <laughs> and I feel like if, if you say a thing and you get caught, it it means nothing. There's nothing at no. stake. You, you no. know, so we, we, we all watch, we all watch the Tory conference. We all sat at home and everyone's like, you know, Twitter's blown up, everything's going, and they come up and went, it was amazing. And the journalist, they, they come up, the politicians, and you go, are you not embarrassed that we've seen, we can sit, like, that would be... You know, for one of Trump's things, you know, he'd have to have a press conference 15, 20 years ago and be like, oh, my God, you're gonna have to go out. This is terrible. And it's not. But I think that is a thing that shame has no currency in. they've made that a real thing that we you know and not just in politics but in sort of it's been seen as a thing that's it's very marketable to be shameless yeah. and to be and i'm not like you know should be embarrassed but that there are things that like that do regret and shame and sort of the ugly stuff that we feel is also quite good sometimes they make you grow and <laughs> move on and sort of yeah. and if you don't have access to that and they don't they just don't have like Trump doesn't have access to shame. You can tell he doesn't go. Oh God, I didn't say that, did I? Oh no! Oh, like mm-hmm. he's not. He's walking off and he's absolutely fine. And he'll say, "I didn't say that." And they'll go, "We've got footage." And he goes, "I don't care."
2: What do you do to that? But he's do not you think, a politician do you, do you either. Think maybe he does inside. No, no. But he doesn't admit it. No,
4: I think he's that far. I know. You know. I know it's dangerous to. People don't like diagnosing mental illness, you know, from afar. But I think he's a, you know, he's obviously a narcissist. He's obviously, that's what he's got, is he's, he's deeply, deeply ill. Are
3: you saying Donald Trump's got some issues
4: for am I'm, <laughs> I'm standing by it. You know, his need to be like he's he's one of those people that if if you flatter him, he's immediately like, he's so needy. He's like, Oh, thank you. What a good interviewer, what a great guy. And it's just because someone said you're, you know, he's but yeah, I think what you're saying is is uh, you're right but to be angry.
3: What you said, Izzy, is is like. But do you think like there's a good, pr- you know? Is no, it- not
2: necessarily. What I mean is like that his instincts are going, Ugh, but somehow he's surrounded by enough yes people, and that he's like, no, it's all right, it's all right. I'll just front it out. Do you, or do you think that that bit of him's completely disappeared? Because sometimes it's there, isn't it? But but you just go, I'm just gonna. I'm but don't you think pretend. if it was, if uh, there was that tiny bit inside that
1: regretted it just what you're seeing don't you think that would then inform the next thing he did yeah, yeah, and it, doesn't yeah. it doesn't seem it, to it doesn't seem so.
3: to does it no is that and what you're going to
1: say bridge or did you yeah
3: no i was going to say that if you are somebody who presents yourself in a certain way for either for money or for whatever reason whether you're a politician or a political commentator or social commentator or a columnist or a journalist or whatever then you have to accept that that's who we think you are OK, you get people say, oh, Katie Hopkins isn't like that or, you know, Rod Little isn't like that or Piers Morgan isn't like that. It, it doesn't matter to me because that's how you're presenting yourself, so that is how I'm going to judge you. And if you're, like, apparently all these people are really... Char- apparently Trump is really charming. There's lots of people who've met, you know, Michael Gove and Boris Johnson and Reece Mugg and all these people. They're so charming in real life. They really care about all things these things, but well, they're not presenting them as that, so they, they can't expect people to give them any leeway. Mm-hmm. If they if they say these things that, to me, are incredibly bigoted and divisive and hateful, that's what I'm going to assume you think because you're not a comedian. You're a and commentator. Even if a comedian
4: says it, I still think, you
3: know, I think if a comedian says those things, I don't think... <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I, <laughs> I, 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 think, I think I could laugh at something that I disagreed with and not think that that comic thought, thought that because a comic's job... Is not to um, ch- change society or influence people, it's to make people laugh. I know what you mean, um, but yeah, there no, are I very agree few... But
4: I think that we're culture I think there's a danger sometimes with comedy that we're, there's that ironic racism and stuff, ironic sexism and things around it. And there's a sort of classism, which is like if you don't get it, if you run in the joke, what level of the irony? And I'm yeah. not saying, you know, that, but I'm saying that you are within your right to also, I think sometimes it used to be like, how dare you think that I've said that and I meant it? And you go, you said it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and you've you said and it, and you
4: didn't do a good enough job. You to didn't make so you it didn't clear make it. enough that so you think the same d- were being thing ironic. Can exactly, be, you know, kind yeah. of. But I'm not like I'm not ai uh, you know I I. I comedians aren't elected politicians. They are very different, like, you're right. You know, I mean, yeah. comedians can say like, even if I don't like a comic, I'm like, get him, get him. I'm just like, you know, it's not my bag. Whereas, yeah. you, you know, they're not making laws. But, but we are responsible for the things that we say. Totally, we're culture and if, makers as much as culture commentators. And the jokes that you say and the language you use, filters down into playgrounds yeah. and it filters out into the, you know, it yeah. becomes part mm. of the discourse. It's not separate. L- like you're I've saying,
1: we're all linked and there's a bit where yeah. someone like, no, I'm outside of it, man. I'm just uh, commenting on it all. You're like, man. I find everything that I say about cocks and fannies and biscuits, I, I totally stand behind it. everything. <laughs> I totally, it's, you, can, you can all take that I really mean it. Cocks, fannies, biscuits, all of that. Uh, let's start with you, Roisin. Um, what are the best and worst things about your work and life, would you say? Start with the worst thing about your work and life. Uh,
4: the worst thing about my work in life is probably the constant self doubt, self loathing, <laughs> self hatred,
0: <laughs>
4: self comparison, uh,
0: <laughs>
4: uh, the comments, um, the emails. Um, people hate my teeth. Fucking get over it. I ain't getting a brace. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the worst parts are the bit when you, you know, when you go into the arena, not to quote, but, you know, and you go in and you put yourself and say, oh, listen to me. And people go, oh, we're going to have some opinions on you. And you go, oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the worst bit of the mm-hmm. job, I would say. It can be very, being being funny or trying to be funny is uh, is very different to a lot of art because there is a, Uh, not much of ambiguity in the end result. (laughs) Like, if they're not laughing, you can't be like, I think it was all right, that was interesting. (laughs) I think I've got some good points. Um, And I'm, you know, it's sort of... And that's sort of the the best and the worst part about being a comedian, is it Mm. gives you an absolute... Goal for, but it's, it can also limit you sometimes. And sometimes you want to do a thing, if I want to do this thing, I want to talk about that, and then you're like, but I can't get it to the goal. <laughs> like, I can't, me personally, not everyone, but you know, I sort of can't. So that's one of the worst parts. So it can be, you know, it's it's hard, like any job, and any job where as a woman you are public and you move up in, you know, you've, I've done all right, I'm doing all right in my level, um you get a lot of criticism and mm. you know, a lot of ridiculous conversations about. And also the ver- the idea that you represent a species, you know, like, I don't think
3: we've all had that. We're, you were responsible yeah, for like, our time. Yeah, gender. if
4: I have a bad gig, that's the end of women, that's the end of women. <laughs> <laughs> we gave them a chance, we gave them a chance. Um, <laughs> and that's eased off a bit, but I don't, you know, like I feel like it's important to not say just because I feel like sometimes you rise up a rung and then, because I remember I used to read people and you sort of go like, it's all got a lot better and you go, it has, you know, it's still, that's the worst parts. The best parts are... Um, you know, the feeling of a gig going well is, is, and when you've worked really hard on it, is the best feeling in the world. We all agree. Like, it's, it's so nice. It's such a lovely, lovely feeling. Um, and the writing and... It's comedy it's a bit like school when you don't leave and it has bad parts of that. Because, But the best parts of it is quite intimate world. And I think you have um, a really, like, it's quite hard to have any privacy because everyone knows how well you're doing because they know what gigs you're doing and what you're getting paid for them. Uh, everyone knows who you're going out with or what relationships like, could you talk about on stage or mm-hmm. what state you're in <laughs> or any ailments because everyone walks in and go, oh God, I've got cystitis. Oh God, I've got this lump. I've got, you know. Um, so I think the best parts of it are the... Be, the creative being creative getting a chance i think you know uh, bless you um i think i came from a sort of council set, so working class background very you know, and i feel like that being able to get a voice and to you know write the show like game face and stuff like that to, to that was my thing i like writing scripted and uh yeah so getting up you know fulfilling the best parts of the job so being funny or do, uh, doing a job well on those nights you have it
3: have you got a favourite sort of, do you prefer writing for TV or, or being on shows or doing stand-up or...?
4: I pref- stand. I think stand-up, I'm a comic as like a diagnosis. Like, that's always <laughs> my go-to. <laughs> like, I think comedy's a diagnosis. When people go, like, I wasn't really sure. You go, that's not how it works, mate. Uh, it's sort of a... Call, it is like a calling, and that's very pretentious, but I really do feel that. It is like a... Because it's really... Fucking hard. When it's hard, like and not. I don't want really, to. I don't want to make out, like we're not you know nurses or anything. It's not fireman hard, but like it's hard if you're neurotic and on a train back again. They hate me. Everyone hates me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you think you know, and it's sort of you know, and you. It's just it, it's very especially the beginning. It's very hard, um, and people
2: you know are at the gig, and you have to go and talk to them. And they're like. Well done. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is
3: the absolute worst. Isn't isn't it? it? And they don't look at you. They look at the floor. I'm like, look at me. Look at me. I'm here. They won't look at you. I think... Why?
1: It's unbelievable. I just did a a tour show in my hometown, and um, my mum's in a wheelchair, and the only wheelchair spaces in that particular theatre are in the front row, and... Uh, normally they put my mum and dad to one, like, right at the end of the front row, and this time, I don't know why, they decided to put them dead (laughs) centre in the front row. And it's not until you see your mum's face do you realise how rude your show is. (laughs) (laughs) Like, one of the first things I do is mime blowjobs. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But my dad uh, texted me in the interval, because I thought, oh, God, what's this going to be? And he texted, and it just said, you're awesome. Oh. oh. With a little uh, clapping emoji that I didn't even know he knew how to do. <laughs>
0: Was there a little aubergine as well?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't just referring to that bit. Like, you look like you've got good skills. <laughs> no. But it was terrifying and adorable all at the same
4: time. My sisters come to my first gigs and I was so bad, but not I didn't think I was bad obviously but other than I said the word people at the end of my jokes. I, didn't notice I don't though. remember you no, saying that. No, but she might like, please, please drop the people bit. And I was like, she was like, you say, like, people. Uh, <laughs> but I don't remember. Like, I was like, I don't do that. She was like, you do it. It's really weird. Why do you do this comedy voice? Yeah, so listen, people. <laughs> um, but she used to get her inhaler out. So I'd be on stage. I'd be like, I'm going all right. And then I'd say this. <laughs> <laughs> and she only had asthma at my gig. She hadn't had asthma she was like, 12. So she'd be watching me. She'd be like, it went really well. <laughs> 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 so yeah the best the best is the best and the, you know it's, 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 a, it's a privilege a, a job to get to you know but mm. I prefer I think writing scripted I really love and stand up panel shows I think are part of a different thing they are not, I, I wouldn't be they're not I wouldn't be a thing that I'd be like oh yeah I've got to do a panel show like I do them but they're not like a passion yeah. they're like you know yeah. they're what, a different skill as yeah, well aren't they there's yeah. this assumption
2: mm. sometimes that um, when you're a comic you you can do them and it took me a long time to get even adequate at them like the first time I did 8 out of 10 cats I, was, I wasn't ready to do it I didn't really want to do it and I just directed everything at Jason Manford who was on my team like I didn't look at anyone else they <laughs> had to come up to me like Izzy you've got to look at other people like I wasn't even aware that I was and then I, so, I hadn't spoken for ages so I was like I know I just start saying yeah after everything that- laughter <laughs> everything that Jason Manford says. So, like, he'd say, like... And then Jordan <laughs> went to the cricket. I'd be like, yeah! I'd be like, well, I've said something, haven't I? You know? Um, and then, I, so I was like, I can't just keep saying, yeah. So then I just started doing material. So I started doing a bit. I was like, oh, I was... Walk- you know that bit I used to do about Dido singing from the bottom of a well? Yeah, that yeah. I, that Did I you I do that I've But for too long anyway. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I was walking past a well the other day, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Carr was like, "Uh huh." Dido was at the bottom of it. They started doing this um, impression of Dido singing, but I was like, "Oh my god, this is so awful." And I like at that point, I'd done. I was doing Twenties. I'd done Edinburgh a few times. To, um you know I felt like I was at a point where I, I may have done an hour or I felt like I sort of was starting to understand who I was on stage and and yet sometimes you can go in a panel show yeah. and just feel like you're you've never done it's, it before to, it is
4: a skill set it's completely separate it's nothing to do with how funny you are <clears> at all and it's a skill set and like if I do a panel show now where I've gigged with the people and I've got a little bit you know so they let me be funny and Report, we've got yeah. and there's a little bit of respect there's a little bit of like you know we've all seen each other we've all been behind a black curtain like we're we gonna be all right out here you know kind of there's a little little bit if you do one where you haven't especially when you start you're normally doing panel shows you're the newest girl and not you haven't sometimes if you haven't gig with them there can be and also I don't have panel show like I've got a point of not changing my cadence so I don't write jokes like that so I talk in the way I talk which is but that looks like I'm in trouble <laughs> quite a lot they were like oh, oh she's in trouble we got this bang and I'm like no no I've got this like it took me a while to be like you can't I'm gonna get to the joke but I don't deliver it you know I think that's a, that's the a hard thing is to not lose yeah. your own voice it's to a lose horrible your own feeling of yeah. Going. yeah
2: when you think I've got a bit or, or you think of a bit yeah and then you think oh my god I've only got eight seconds to get it out before someone interrupts me and then and it's mm. like the opposite to this really where there's yeah. room and also to... look like you're
4: not rushing it look like you're having a chat so you're like yeah it's a really funny thing happened happens to me as well I, <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was like
4: wait 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 I was like jump is a thing jump fucking hell out. <laughs> <laughs> but always, always looking like we're just having a nice time. We're just having a nice time. Just having a little chat. Just having a. When g- I, like, 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 when I first you know, started
1: doing uh, panel shows uh, afterwards, my agent would always say, "You looked so great." <laughs> which meant that I'd been shit. And then now, and if, even if she wants to say that I look nice, she has to say first that I was funny and it went well and well done. And then she goes, oh, by the way, you look nice as well. Because just her saying I look nice makes me think she's saying you weren't funny, you weren't very good, you didn't say enough. But it's really hard at the beginning to get... Because it's the confidence. Because you're so used to... When you do stand-up, every single thing has to land, unless it's a new material gig where you can sort of dick about. But if, it's, if people have paid money, everything has to land. Whereas when you do panel shows... Uh, a lot of it doesn't land and you have to pick yourself up and go, right, I'm going to run at it again I'm going to have another go yeah. because they record sometimes for three hours for a half hour show and it's that it's such, that's why it's such a different skill set. It's a totally different mind frame you have to go in because you can't go in thinking everything has to land because in the first one that doesn't, your confidence is crushed and you have to go because yeah. every, but then you see yeah. like these amazing people who are much further on in their careers than you and often much better than you, some of their stuff doesn't land either and that's when you sort of increase your confidence and Yeah. it's one of those things the more you do it the bet you are, but just because you've done stand-up for ages doesn't mean you'd be any good at those. The
4: sort of the weirdest thing about panel shows is stand-ups. We choose what we're going to talk about, that is also part of our, it's as much part of the process, you know, the topics you choose to talk about. If someone comes up and says, oh, like, the guy who does stuff about just, you know, laces or whatever, we were talking about laces earlier, then you go, that tells you something about that comic. Do you know what I mean? They've chosen, other, he does a whole hour on laces, you go, I like this guy, you know. <laughs> when you go on the show, they give you topics and that is so if you big brother or something, you could be like, well, I don't talk about, but you know, that's not a thing. But there are tricks, like I, like, so I sort of like tag it that's what I. It took me a long time, like to be like, like big brother, you're right. It is weird being in the jungle, or say in the jungle, celebrity. I don't know what shows. <laughs> 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 the no, you're talking with other shows. Yeah. <laughs> i like, you know, Celebrity in the Jungle. What's he called? What's that called? I'm, <laughs> I'm a celebrity, celebrity, get me out of here. I know the show. I'm not being like, I don't have a telly. I know the show. I'm just, you know, I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. But you can just tag it. And that's what I found. I was like, yeah, I'm a Celebrity. It's good. Holidays are strange, aren't they? Do you know what isn't great? America. It's like yeah. that. Like yeah. I think... So it's
1: walking past a well. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. There's wells in the jungle, weirdly.
1: he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what are your best and worst things about your work and life? um best I'll start with best
2: best things are I really love I love creating stuff and I love making people laugh Uh, and I'm doing more writing at the moment than gigging so I like I really I think I'm a little bit of a control freak so I really like going I'm going to do a thousand words today and then I'll knit for 10 minutes and then I'll do meditation for seven minutes and I'll I'll do so um, (laughs) so that's what I do I I get up and I, I really like to like hit that mark um and then and then and that appeals to me. But I don't like working on my own. So that can sometimes be hard. Because I'm writing on my own. Um, I find myself sort of texting people by about three o'clock. I'm <laughs> sort of like, oh, do, you want to, do you want a cup of tea? I need to talk to someone. I haven't talked to anyone all day. And I'm really giddy when I see them. Um, and actually, my <laughs> friend came today. and I hadn't talked to anyone all day. Um, and I gave him some, a hot cross bun that was stale. Um, but he didn't mind, uh, and uh, and, and, a then he, yeah, and a cup of warm piss. Yeah, a cup of warm piss. I said, if you eat all of this, you could look at a spot on my bum. um, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, um <laughs> And he wanted more jam and I just, I just went, I like got the jam and I put it down really hard on his plate and it was like I'd not put jam on a plate before. And it was only because I hadn't seen anyone for like six hours. I'd like forgotten how to interact with people. How often do you eat jam that you'd forgotten? not that much. much. But it was apricot. It was apricot. What is it called? Mama something. Uh, what's it called? Mum or something. I think you can only get it from Waitrose. Um, no, it's from Sainsbury's. It's that mum or something and it's yeah. like written in slanty writing and it's apricot and I'm used to jam with bits in it and it's like jelly. It's got, so I was a bit thrown by that and then I just <laughs> <laughs> I fronted <laughs> it out. I got too much out there, I just banged it onto his plate. So yeah, I don't I don't like working on my own but I really like that thing and I like, this, this may sound a bit wanky but it's true. Um, I, this is my second book and what I found when you get a book going because it's such a massive thing when you start you're like god it's got to be eighty thousand words and you know um it, it, you sort of you, you get little bits and then once you've got that first draft it's like you've got a bit of clay and you you can see oh, i need to cut that and i need to and i really like the process of that and i think that um now i'm starting to get into it a bit more um i feel like it's a little friend sort of in my pocket and i come back to it the next day and somehow i've solved a few problems overnight in my head and um, so I, I really like that that hmm. process of it i've got a I've got a toddler, so I find it hard to go out at night and gig just because she's going to bed so I've found it hard in some ways to i've struggled a little bit with that kind of what am I now? You know, at first I was like, "What am I?" I used to gig every night, and I, I don't want to do that anymore. Really, I want to I want to be with her more, and so it's taken me time to sort of find that same buzz, I guess, from mm. from, from other other ways of creating stuff. Not stop gigging, but it's <laughs> from just, knitting, from cocaine and knitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking piss and what a group it is! (laughs) (laughs) I got five scars done yesterday. I'm ten thousand
1: words. (laughs) Bridget, what do you like most and best and Um, worst? I didn't know what that (laughs) sentence was. Worst and best create um,
3: having a like a a problem with something and working out how to do it. Mm. I really love that and um, thinking that. I'm sort of moving forwards like I'm not getting worse. <laughs> I might <laughs> <Yeah>. be, but <laughs> I don't know. Just that thing of wanting to do better work and having the opportunity of doing that I think is pretty amazing. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't have ever thought in my wildest dreams that I'd be earning money from it. Never just never would have thought that. Um so that's that is pr- mad, pretty amazing. It? Yeah, it is. You. Uh, yeah. <bad>.
4: She's one of my all-time favourite comedians.
3: And the worst thing is like the (laughs) (laughs) self-loathing. And the imposter syndrome.
0: (laughs) You are all doing really well, as Bridget just established in the jobs you're in now. But if you could do any job, regardless of training or whatever, what would you do? I'm going to start with Roche.
4: Um, Because she looks terrified. (laughs) Sometimes I do this whenever I get into a really hard bit of writing, and we were talking about this earlier, weren't we? I sort of go, "What else could I do?" <laughs> <laughs> I made this choice a while ago. Why well, I need to, you know, I need to have a read, think. Um, what would I do? I think I'd like to do. I'd like to teach. I think I'm quite. Um, uh, and then I think that's mad. But I think I would probably. I'd need people to listen to me. Are you patient? Um, I'm not that pa- oh, patient actually. <laughs> but I am really, really encouraging.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm
4: quite good of encouragement.
0: As a small dog will testify. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> exactly. So I think something maybe like teaching I'm not sure you'd love- dogs.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't be allowed to teach in that Burgundy court, would you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think teach
4: maybe, or maybe something completely, completely different, you know, kind of. I'd maybe like to do something more physical. I think if I had another life, I think I'm quite sedentary. I feel like I've been like this for most of my life. Look at, this is my job, looking at windows with a pen. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> <laughs> nah. Dismissing it before yeah. you even write it yeah, down. But I you, do know, that you sort
4: do. of say it and you go, no. Nah. Um, <laughs> so I think maybe something that wasn't in my head so much, something quite physical. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I horses. And you know, they you, know, you know, horses isn't like... a job. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they went with horses, they go on and on about it. They
1: are at the state, they are always cleaning and polishing and yeah. <laughs> doing their feet. Yeah. Um, yeah do you know you've got to get some... Horse? You know, somebody special comes out to clean their knobs. Did you know that? I mean... <laughs> you could do that. Are you serious? Yeah. It's a, That's a job, apparently. It's like knob cleaner of horses. <laughs> no. I think it might have a better title. I don't know. My friend's got a horse and she was like, oh, it's has got to have his knob cleaned <laughs> by, a, by a professional. I mean... You know what? That person could just make. If you're like a
4: horse pervert, you just go around and go. You know he has to get that cleaned, right? And they're like, Oh my God! He's in the Grand National tomorrow. He's got a dirty knob. And like, one of those pervy people goes and just goes at him. And get paid for it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So something very physical. I think something quite different. Maybe yeah. not to be so head head jobby. Yeah. <laughs> so Mark, Mark, I'm a paid writer. I earn my living from words. So, more head-jobby.
1: Less head-jobby, head more hand-jobby.
3: <laughs> Bridget? Um, I, well, I always wanted to be a detective. Um oh. Yeah, always, from, like, really three or four. But it, I don't know why it didn't work out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing that I absolutely love is um, uh, targets, like, shooting things. <laughs> like <laughs> archery... Like a sniper? <laughs> like... I don't know if I could be. Uh, yeah, I might be a s I might might be able to be a sniper. Um, yeah, absolutely love shooting targets. I, I. If if somebody said to me you could you could, do, I would like to be an Olympic, clay pigeon shooter. I don't I don't think that is an Olympic sport, but, but or an archer. Mm.
4: I think you'd be a great detective. Yeah. Do you? I think you'd be I... really funny as a detective, oh. but also no. But, but would I solve crimes? Yeah. Yeah.
3: or everyone thinks I should because I I do I n- notice really I do solve lots of yeah. things.
4: That face. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: when someone says,
3: "I was watching telly," all
4: right. I, imagine it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do, and
3: I I instinctively ask lots of st- questions about situations
1: and things like that
2: is he what would you like to be i think i'd like to do I, i i'm really interested in brains like i've read loads of books about like brain surgery and stuff and um, I mean, it, it looks really easy. Um, <laughs> I just need someone to cut it open, and then it's like operation. Um, like I really, yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> um, but I, I, yeah, I am. Um, I'm really interested in like I just read this book about the the gap between life and death. Like when people are unresponsive, but they're completely g- conscious inside, but they can't. And this guy developed this amazing machine that can. The, their brain if, if they thought about playing tennis it, he'd ask them a question and if they thought about te- playing tennis it, it meant yes and if they thought about walking through the rooms of their old house it meant no and he was able to communicate with them oh through an MRI God. it was so good and I can't remember the name of it well I'm so good but um it was really really good um into the gray zone that's what it's called it was brilliant so I'm always reading books like that and I'm really I don't know why it really fascinates me that thing of I don't know why, I, I, I just really love it. But I think that would have taken quite a lot of training to <laughs> do something like that. Um, I think I may have done something to do with language. I've always been really interested in like language acquisition and, you know, um, yeah, why, why some people, even uh, maybe stutters or um, things like that. I think I would have wa- liked to work with kids. Like human behaviour, yeah. which is also, it's
4: not that dissimilar because <laughs> comics... We sort of always, and like, a bit detective, it's quite interesting. Like we We're always bit like, what's this about? What's going on here? On things? Things? Yeah, it's like getting... rid. things, don't absurd, we? So I think <laughs> yeah. it's similar,
1: yeah. I love that it you is. think being a detective is, what's on your head? <laughs> 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 what have you got there? It's a hat. <laughs> <laughs> what are you coughing for? <laughs> <laughs> what, are
3: you coughing? <laughs> what are you coughing for? What are you coughing for?
4: I imagine if someone coughs, you'd write like 10 pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In a notebook, you definitely have a notebook yeah. and a pen, yeah. like a pen that went through a spiral bit at the top or a pencil. I'd be really unassuming. Like I'd pretend
3: that I didn't know anything. Oh, yeah, you would. I do that now, actually. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would be really scruffy. Yeah. Yeah, you and, be and I
2: think Dressed. Do you? Yeah, I think, no, I be think really she'd be shot. I think she'd be dressed like that for the reveal yes. that it was them. Yeah. But until then oh, that- <laughs> yeah.
4: So that's how you knew she'd the case. Yeah. Like, oh no.
1: <laughs> She's in a big <laughs> <laughs> we are we are sadly out of time. Yeah. Oh, um, that went rather quickly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely it? flew by. Um, in which case, um, we have time for plugs. If anybody would like to plug anything, is it? Do you have any? When is your book out? Your new
2: book? Um, <laughs> I think I think it'll be next year, but, um, but <laughs> I've got to stop knitting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: when is your jumper out? If anyone from Orion's listening? Yeah.
2: Of my po- uh, um. Posters, photos of my jumper on Twitter. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm in a show called Damned uh, about social workers, which is on Channel 4. And I guess when this is on, it'll be on 4 4-4, 4 Not 4AD anymore. Yeah, it but is. All four. All all four. All four. On, on all people, fours. Yeah. yeah, People know. People.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey, I always do that. I always tell people I've watched something on all fours. I don't know what yeah. they think I've done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 is that <laughs> when the professional's around? I
4: funny way to watch, Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you go around, hello, Sarah. Just watching the news. <laughs>
0: It's just a screen of a burning fire.
4: I think that would be the best thing ever. If you Imagine you're really close to someone and then you walk in. It's such a game-changing moment if they watch telly on all fours. It's so harmless, yet it changes everything. I wouldn't mind. You wouldn't
3: mind? Wouldn't Clothed mind. or
4: unclothed? Either or, I think oh, it's... Million, I are they just going to... like? Do they watch the whole film on... It's, that is, you couldn't, you'd have to, you'd have you tell everyone about them. <laughs> Therefore, the trust is broken. Oh. You've lost
0: a pal. It is easier to get to the snacks, so. though. <laughs> Bridget, do mm. you have anything to plug? Um,
3: well, my radio series would have all gone out by the time this goes out. And then, but all, then I'm on tour for the rest of the year. Good. We're all on your
1: website, presumably? Yes. Yes, yes. Thank you. Like oh What <laughs> do you have to plug? I don't really have anything to plug. I um I have a Is pe- Game Face not still on oh, yeah, it's, still it's on all fours. Yeah, <laughs> <still Okay>. on. <laughs> yeah. Please watch, watch it again. on all
4: fours. <laughs> Just send me loads of pictures of you watching Game Face on all fours. Um oh god, what have I asked for? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> remember she said closed or unclosed was fine. Just remember that, everybody. <laughs> um, Sarah. I, I'm currently on tour and will be when this goes out, uh I'm on tour until uh, December. Uh, yeah, so everything's on my website and I also have a, a book out as well. Uh, Mickey? Uh, Sarah's
2: book is called How to be Champion. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, <for fuck's> sake. <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh. And so is Roisin's show. And I'm sure Every your radio show will be as well. And I look Everybody forward to Everybody
3: on here's work is...
2: Yeah, everyone burning. is brilliant. <laughs> really good. <Yeah.
0: laughs> you can follow us at Standard Issue UK and we champion everything about women, not just... Lipstick and bras. I like just it?
1: sometimes lipstick my bra on. It's, it's, less, it's less supportive, but it looks so pretty.
0: That's I tend to so just match funny. my
1: nipple colour and colour it out.
0: That's just why you're an inspiration, Sarah. <laughs> Thanks. And I love it when you wear a bra on your face. <laughs> Um,
1: you guys have been such a lovely audience. Thank you ever so much for coming. Please join me in thanking our excellent guests for this evening. Bridget Christie, Izzy Scuddy, Roisin Comedy, Mickey and I've been Sarah Thank you very much. Good night. Standard issue for all women.
0: You've been listening to Standard Issue in Conversation with Issy Sutty, Bridget Christie, Roisin Conaty, Sarah Millican and me, Mickey Noonan, recorded live at London's Leicester Square Theatre. Theme music and stings were composed and recorded by Barry Hilton, all rights reserved. Thanks to Maddie Hickish for all things tech, to Jen for organising the event, to all at Leicester Square Theatre and to Issy, Bridget and Roisin. All of our podcasts are available on iTunes and Acast. Thanks for listening. Stay frosty.